Welcome to another edition of Building Northwest Indiana Radio. My name is Kevin Comerford, and I'm the Director of Professional Development at the Construction Advancement Foundation, and I will be your host today. Today's guest is Dr. James Arendis of the Construction Advancement Foundation. Uh, Dr. James Arendis is Director of the Construction Safety Institute. Uh, Dr. Arendis, thanks for joining us today. Thank you. So with your role in the Construction Safety Institute at the Construction Advancement Foundation, you deal a lot with contractors and union construction workers in safety. Can you talk a little bit about why safety is so important in the construction industry? Yes. The uh, construction industry uh, has changed over time. And uh, if you go back in history, uh, safety was not a real important factor in the industry because everyone paid the maximum amount of insurance uh, to ensure in- their people from injury. It, so it created this uh, equalizing factor, and everyone just had to pay this high rate, uh, and no one was really concerned about it. Now, I'm going back 40 years ago. But today, things have changed and have changed over the years where uh, the amount of insurance that a contractor pays is based on their performance now. So uh, that's, that's a factor that's really changed the industry. And uh, beyond that, uh, uh, the customers that the contractors work for have become uh, much more advanced in in, uh, occupational safety, and they've actually set standards for uh, the contractors in order to work in their facilities. So, you know, in northwest Indiana, we have a a pretty high profile of work that's done in uh, manufacturing. Uh, so industrial construction, we call it. So that would include the steel mills, the refineries, uh, power plants, you know, all, all the big industry in northwest Indiana. And uh, it's probably to just throw out some percentages, uh, the amount of construction work that's done in northwest Indiana, uh, I would say at some point it might be 60% industrial. And when big jobs occur, it could be as much as 80% industrial. So, you know, in our area, the steel mills and the refineries uh, have all given this a lot of thought over the years. I, I've been with the, the, the foundation for 22 years, and I've watched this change. Um, and as the owners are become more sophisticated, they're putting a higher uh, standard of requirements on the contractors. So we're all kind of elevating together uh, in uh, improving workplace safety, workplace conditions. And uh, the, uh, the owners, uh, the customers that we have, uh, have uh, done even some things where they pre-qualify contractors through third parties where uh, you would think that the most important part of the work is performing the work. Uh, but a lot of these large industrial facilities have third-party organizations that they use to uh, pre-qualify the safety of the contractors before they even can apply or to do any work, bid on any kind of work. And uh, uh, what it's done is really changed. Uh, the, the focus on safety is now kind of number one. What kind of factors go into uh, those rates or those um, the system that the third-party administrators use to uh, judge a, a, a company's safety? It, the... There's a number of factors, and one of them, to make this kind of simple, uh, would be to look at the contractor's um, injury rates. 
And those are rates that uh, the contractor has to maintain because of OSHA requirements. And those are actually certified numbers. So these certified signed-off numbers go to these third-party groups, and they have a criteria for that. And each, each industry has a little different criteria uh, for all these factors that I'm going to discuss. Uh, another factor would be the uh, experience modification rate, which is an insurance rate, and it's actually done through uh, a government commission uh, where uh, this rate actually dictates how much that contractor is going to pay for insurance. Um, so there's a number that uh, comes out of that, and like uh, the average contractor in the country would be uh, a factor of one. And if they're better than that factor of one, then we get into decimals, right? If they're over, it's one point something else. And uh, most uh, facilities won't even use anyone with a factor of one or higher. Most of them are, are 0.9 or even lower than that. So in other words, you got to be under the industry average. Yes. And then on top of that, uh, they have the contractors submit their safety manual, which uh, in order to meet this criteria, it's probably about four or five inches thick. And uh, the third-party uh, assessors kind of go through it and uh, determine if you've met all the standards that have been set by that user. So in the end, you get like a kind of a school grade rating, you know. Uh, and if your rating is not high enough, then you don't qualify. So then you're going to have to do some work on your programs. You may have to wait until your uh, safety um, uh, incident rates go down or you can improve your, your uh, insurance rates. So that's a kind of a simple – it's actually a really intense process. Uh, so when – you hear some of the industry and the, our, our industry and, and the users talk about safety first. Th this is actually kind of putting your money where your mouth is. So you're not going to be able to work in any of these facilities until you pass this safety first criteria. Well, that was a lot of great information, Doctor. I appreciate you joining us today. Anytime, Kevin. That'll do it for today's edition of Building Northwest Indiana. I would like to thank our guest, Dr. James Arundis. He is the director of the Construction Safety Institute at the Construction Advancement Foundation. To find out more information about the Construction Safety Institute, you can visit cafnwin.org.